Welcome to the one and only motivational and inspirational podcast that you will need to get you through your week. It is Wednesday morning, which means a new episode of the Legion Lifestyle. Every Wednesday morning at 6 a.m., we have one of these coming out for you guys. So make sure you're checking in. And don't forget to hit that follow button so you know when our new shows come out, even though it is every Wednesday at 6 a.m. So you can tell that to your friends and family so they can join along too. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating and comment down below what you like about the show. Tell us what about this episode in particular really got to you and if any part of it really spoke to you. So that way we know what you guys like best. If you guys have any questions, also let us know. Reach out to us in our DMs on our social medias, Facebook, The Legion Lifestyle Podcast, Instagram, The Legion Lifestyle. Or you can reach out to me personally on my personal Instagram at I'm Dean and so can you. With all that being said, we have one hell of an episode for you guys today. I really enjoyed this one and I think you guys will find it very beneficial too. We dive deep into the topic of being okay, not being okay. Depression, anxiety, our personal stories, as well as some tips and tricks that we've learned throughout our own personal journeys to help you along your way. With all that being said, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to let us know what you like in the comments down below. Follow, give five-star rating, all that fun stuff. It helps us get out there and grow the Legion. Let's get into the episode. Men and women of the Legion, welcome to Legion Lifestyle. Together, we can grow the Legion. Together, we can change the world. Together, we can unlock our true potential. Now, how do we do that? By sharing the show, by spreading the word about our mission to leave the world better than we found it, by inspiring you to live the Legion Lifestyle. That is the way of the Legion. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the only show you're ever going to need again, the Legion Lifestyle. I am here, your host, Dean. Joining me today, Mr. Miles Porter. What's up? How are you, my friend? Not too bad, man. Sore as all hell. Yeah. Every time. Yep. I Did feel that. training this morning and trained yesterday, too. And yeah. I tell you what, it kicked my ass, like, pretty good. Yeah. So. yeah I've, I've taken a little bit of time off. Uh, well, sort of, kind of. I took this weekend off lifting. Um <laughs> For those of you who have listened to the show for a while, I I don't drink. Like I rarely drink. I I really go out. Well, I I turned up a little bit last night and a little, uh, a little bit, uh, a lot of it. I'm just say there's no there's no we're big men. There's no such thing as just a, a little bit. Full send and no send. That's that's what I like to say. See, like the thing is, there's that game that they always try to say is called just the tip. You didn't do just the tip. You literally <laughs> did the full fucking shaft there, buddy. That was not. All two and a half inches, if you know what I mean. Two inches is a lot of damage, 200 mile an hour. <laughs> and demonetized within the first three minutes of the show. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I was wanting to do, you know, we, we talk about the motivational stuff quite a bit on here. Oh, yeah. And something I was wanting to talk about is like, it's, it's you know, we are human too. Like we, yeah. I especially, you know, talk, talk about the motivation, the inspiration and all that and and I have been very open with my own, you know, my depression and anxieties yep. and all those things. And I think it's just important for everyone to remember, like, the people that you look up to and the people that you are, are relying on for your motivation and inspiration, like, we, we're all still human, too. We have our own issues and our own troubles. And, and you know, for the last, uh, oh, month or so, like, you, you know, if you pay attention to the show, like, I haven't been doing social media as much. And. And I know the episodes probably haven't been as, as planned as much because I've been dealing with my own shit too. Like I've, I've been in kind of a darker place and I'm working out of it. And, but it's, it's okay to not be okay. It is. is what I'm trying to get at. And what I think everyone needs to realize is, oh, excuse me, is 
That was a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Very is, good one. is you're gonna have times in your life where it's like you're, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Like no. like we're all human. We're all gonna get shit handed to us, and we have to deal with it one way or another. And I know for me and you, the gym is a amazing outlet that really helps us. Oh, it's my. It's, I'm gonna say this: my biggest outlet. It used to be mine. Used to be getting just hammered. Not gonna lie. That's, yeah. I'd get pissed off, depressed, whatever. It's like, hey, to the bar I go. Or if it was in college, it'd be like, because I was underage, you know, because, but I'd find some guys that can buy us booze and I'd be like, here's about 40, 50 bucks. Hey, get me a couple bottles. Jack, here we go. And Jack Daniels was my best friend. Yeah, me and Jack go. There's a song by Hardy called Jack that I am in love with. But yeah, and I was the same way, especially when I was really deep into my depression, you know, uh, three years ago while I was traveling for work and all that and, and ended up, you know, trying to unalive myself there. Yeah. I went. I did the same thing. I went out all the time, and I drank, and I did all sorts of party favors, and and you know was not living a very healthy lifestyle. That no. you know it would have put me in a grave. Yeah. It almost did, and I still. It doesn't go away. You just learn to be better. But you those, learn to cope with it. Yeah, like you got you got to find you find your own way to your own way to get through that. What you need to get through. That's your big thing. Yeah, I mean we all have our own demons as I yep. like to call it. And, and sometimes they, they come out and there's nothing you can do about it. And I think what so many people do is they think that th- it's wrong to, to be bad or for some reason that they're, they're lesser or not as good as for having those, those moments or yeah. those, you know, those relapses I like to call it. Cause when I slip back, you know, in, into my hole a little bit, like, uh, I don't know. I, I let myself be there. Because it's okay, it's natural and it's normal, and just as being happy and good and you know very joyous and having a good time, it's just as natural to to be shitty and in a bad mood and and be depressed and or anxious yeah. or nervous or whatever it is. Yep. Like I'm just they like uh, I'm trying to think on think on some of this. Well, I know like for me about six years ago, I got extremely depressed because I had a big life changing event happen with uh one of my best friends from college that we lived together and i've known him since we were in seventh grade and we've been like best friends and everything he actually was killed in a car accident when i that was now six years ago and like thinking back on that is back in then it was like oh shit like i want to drink you know like that's my thing is i didn't think about hey i want to go to the gym i thought it's like you drown yourself in a bottle and you know after a while, like, like, like now, like I'm, my depression doesn't hit me really. I have, don't really have my, I got my depression under control is how I like to put it. Yeah. But like also in the whole heat of things, this is just, I'm kind of going off my story right here. But as we, cause we're men. Okay. A lot of men in the world, we program ourselves to legitimately not show emotion that we literally keep all our shit bottled up no matter what, even around love like family members or significant others or just in friends in general. Like we just, cause we were made to be that guy. That's like, Hey, you don't show this. You don't do that. Like that's how we're programmed. Like we programmed ourselves for that from fucking day one. Yeah. Like, so like if we show emotion and all that to where you can't be like, I'm not saying like go be vulnerable all the time to everybody. Cause that's not the thing you want to do. Yeah. Like in, in many cases, like, like, so me, like, I'm very open and vulnerable with yeah. everyone all the time. That's just who I am. And exactly. I refuse to be different. But it gets you taken advantage of a it lot. Does. 
And that, and uh, like years ago for me, I figured that out. That's why it's like I closed off everything from, I closed everything off. I wasn't, I was just like in my own little world for a good long time, which actually like put myself in that position actually put me in a darker place just because then you're alone with your thoughts. You're alone with just everything in your life and you don't know what you're doing. Like you're just like trying to find that, that outlet, try to find that space you belong in or just, just a bunch of different stuff. Like it's, it's fucking sucks. I'll be honest with you. Like being in that situation, but as you get, as like, as I grew, I'm 20, I'm 28, going to be 29 here in like fucking two days or whatever fucking Wednesday. But like, I was about 25 when I, when, uh, my depression really kicked in, especially like after I wasn't 25 when my, so six years ago, I I do math again. Jesus fucking (laughs) Christ. Um, when I was 22 is when, when my, my buddy passed away. And he, and after that, I was depressed and stuff. Like, I didn't know what to do. And it, yeah, but like, as like the years went on, it's like, hey, my outlet, I met Ken McClelland. I met everyone at the Anvil and I made my gym family there. And then I just was like, this, this is my fucking outlet. Like, and I lost a bunch of weight and everything. Yeah, it was a great outlet. And now it's like, it's ingrained in me. I got to fucking keep going with that. And if I get pissed off or something, like I have something happen in my life. I'm going to go to the gym. I get it out, come home. Everything's hunky dory. Yeah. Like that's my big thing. I'm not a guy that now to where it's like, I'm going to go get fucked up at the bar and then everyone else has to deal with me. Not about that. Like, well, when you go out and you're drinking, you're doing all that. And then like what you said, I I was the same way, you know, like after my dad died, I got cheated on, dated a married chick. Yeah. You know, you, you deal with all those things and it's so easy to just shut yourself off. And even before all that, I was a very closed off person. Anyways, I never talked to people about my, any of my issues or, uh, I never talked to my family or anything like that. And I didn't have very good relationships with a lot of people. I was the fun guy cause I went out and partied all the time, but I was very closed off. And yeah, I think what a lot of people don't realize is once you close yourself off from sharing your thoughts and your emotions with people you put yourself in one of the most lonely places that you can possibly be completely because I had never felt more alone than when, even when I was with people in a room full of people that, you know, loved and supported me, I still felt like I was in a dark place by myself with no one else. Cause no one understood what I was, was going on, but that's because I closed myself off and I didn't talk about anything. See, there's two sides. I, me personally, I think there's two sides of the spectrum on that. So you like, on one side of the spectrum there is where when you close yourself off and you're just like, I'm sticking everything to myself and you drown in your, in your emotions and you drown in your situations and everything else. But then there's the other side of the spectrum where you're getting hit with all that and you're sitting here trying to build up from that. So it's like you can become like all drowned in and then it actually makes your life on a, put your life on a downhill spiral to where you're like, I'm just, I'm at rock bottom. Yeah. But then when you hit rock bottom, though, the only way you got to go, you can't go down any lower than rock bottom. That's that's how it is. Find a way to get it back up. That, there's how many people in the world, like even there are millionaires now that have done that. Like yeah. they've all hit rock bottom. They've done any of that. And then you got like, I'm going to say like me, for example, like I, I felt like I was at rock bottom like fucking four years ago. Like I was just like financially or like 2020. There we go. I'll put 2020 in there because I was I was laid off and all that stuff, I was in a bad financial spot and everything. And I'm just like, this isn't what I thought my life being. 
And as it grew, as I grew and as I kept going through all the stuff I did, it made me into the person I am today and made me find the right people that to actually build my life up. Yeah. So there's two sides of the spectrum. Me personally, I think. And like us two, like both of us, like I think we're on the other side of the spectrum. I'm not talking about we drown in what we have, but we actually always try to find a way to get ourselves out of it. And that's a learned thing to do because I will, you know, I definitely I hit rock bottom when I woke up or, you know, yeah. at five in the morning with my arm dripping blood. And it was at that moment, like, I realized I need to do something with my life. Otherwise, what I'm doing now is going to put me in a grave. And yep. I didn't want that because there was a lot of things that I have yet to do. And now I'm here doing them. But it's like you said, once you hit rock bottom, though, you only have up. You, yeah. you can't, you can't like, go you're, down. You're there. And you, like, you, can, you can stay there. You can choose to stay yeah. there. Like you can lay at the bottom of your hole or you can claw your fucking way up. Exactly. And it, it takes a lot of work. You got to get uncomfortable and, and put in some fucking work because yep. it, it sucks. But it, it's so, so beneficial. Well, which nowadays is that. Which now, like in this day and era that we're in, it's like people hit rock bottom and they just stay there. Yeah. They just want to stay. They, they're they just like, I'm I'm here. I'm going to stay. I want handouts. I want all this. And it's like, why? Why? Why don't you want to just make a name for yourself? Why don't you want to do this? Why don't you want to do that? It's like, because they're just like, it's too hard. It's too much work. Well, yeah. okay. But the thing is, though, is that anything you don't work for is not worth doing. Like. That's, that goes in the gym. That goes for relationships. Like, yeah, like you put in the work to to build it to what you want. Well, it's like if you're just given something, like you're not going to be proud of it. Exactly. Like you might enjoy it and it might be fun, but you're not going to be proud of it. But something that you, you know, put your own blood, sweat, and tears into creating, yeah, you're going to be so much more proud of it. And that's one thing that I love about the the gym and, and bodybuilding and yeah. and working out and I know you're probably the same way with your strength and your yeah. strongman stuff is mm-hmm. like this is my body this is something no one can take away from me no this is a- something that no one can do for me like this is something that you know like my physique and everything that I'm doing it can only come from my own hard fucking work like no one can do any any of this for me it's it's all me you know and that that's a one thing that I I love about it just because. I have to put in the work for it. And that's the same exactly. with my friendships and, and relationships and anything is if it, if it comes easy, I don't want it because it, it, there holds no value. Yeah, exactly. Like you want to, you want to literally look back on, look back on your life and everything that you've done up to the point you're at. And it's just like, what work have I done? What more can I do? Yeah. Like, that's the biggest thing. Like, especially like, and one big thing too, like that I noticed for when I was in my depression stage was it was the people who you surround yourself with too. And if they're going to sit there and help you, or they're going to try to help you through it, or they're going to bring you down more and just keep you to where you're at, which then after that, you got to make the decision to actually cut anybody off or not cut anybody off. Like that's, that's a big thing that not a lot of people can grasp. Because, like, me, yes, I know a shit ton of people. Like, that a shit ton. two of us. Yeah, exactly. Especially, like, working downtown Cedar Rapids all the time. Oh, yeah. like everyone knows Everyone us. knows us. It's like, you say our name, it's like, oh, yeah, I know them. Well, the thing is, though, it's like, do you actually know me? No. No, you know of know me. Of us. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, because, I mean, I used to work I used to work at Hazard before you were there. Yeah. And then I, I've worked at Bricks for, fuck, three and a half years now. I've worked there for a long time. And then... I've balanced it to sub, uh, other smaller events and shit like that. But like people come up, hug me and shit that think they know me. And it's like, you don't yeah. fucking know me. 
Yeah, it's I mean, like, I get the same thing every every night I work at the bar. Oh, someone's always coming up and giving me a big old hug, and like I, you know, I reciprocate. But it's like whatever. It's like, I've had people yeah. literally come up to me and be like, "What the hell was it?" Like, they're like, "Hey, Miles, how you doing?" I'm like, "Who the fuck are you?" I get all and the time. it was actually because, like, back in my party days, you know, I'd get fucked up and not remember anything, and the next thing you know, I guess I made a lot of friends that I didn't even notice I did. Yeah, but so, they're all. I mean. That's something I talked about with uh, Randy on a previous episode is like the pe- like look around you and and look at like the five people closest to you that you hang out with and look at what they're doing and where they are and where the direction they're going in life. Because if those are your closest people, that's the same direction you're going to go. Exactly. And so it's like if, if you want to be better and you don't want to be depressed and you want to deal with your shit, look, you, you have to be around people who are conducive to that. Because just like with the gym and everything that we preach. It's a lifestyle change. It is. And it's it's a whole mindset thing. Because, like, just a lot of people in this day and age do not have the mindset that they need to have. No. That's my thing. I do. I know a lot of people say that's controversial, you know, whatever. But it's, well, we live in a, in the era of the part. It's party culture and hookup culture. Exactly. I mean, it's everything is so temporary and easy. And no one, like, you don't have to work for anything anymore. Yeah. Everything is so easy and accessible to get, especially in this country. To where no one needs to put in the work. And so it's so much easier just to, you know, go to some bullshit job and just get by. And then you go out on the weekends and forget your troubles. Yeah. And that's one thing where, like, I'm very happy that I took, uh, what, like, two years of being sober to – it forced me to process my emotions. And in being sober, too, like, it forced me away from all the people that were not conducive to me healing Mm -hmm. because all the people I was hanging out with, like all they wanted to do was go drink party and do all that shit and keep doing all that shit. Well, I'm like, well, I want to, I'm sick of feeling like this. Yeah. So, you know, I had had to separate myself from those people and it sucked because I, I thought we were all really good friends, but you realize really quick, you realize really quick, you know, like, Cause they, you got the, you got the people that are like, oh yeah, I'm there for you. And the next thing you know, they're like, oh wait, you can't give me anything. Yeah. And it's like, I can't, I don't want to give you anything. Here you go. Too much work. Yeah. Fuck that dude. Like that's fucking dumb to me. Yeah. Like if you really are, cause <clears throat> for me personally, I know who my friends are and shit. I can give you maybe a count on fucking one and a, one and a half hands. All that's what I'll put that I talk to the most that. I put in that circle because I talk to him on a regular basis, but like, that's the thing. It's like, and also like the, but I'm going back a little bit. Sorry. I'm kind of going uh, off this, off a this shit. conversation, man. Well, yeah. So it's like, like the vulnerable part and shit. I'm going to tell you this right now. Me personally, there is a th- like three people, four people that I can name ever that have seen me cry. Yeah. Yep. And I don't, I don't cry in front of people or anything. I hate doing it. I fucking hate it. And like, that's the same. And I think I, I'm not gonna lie. I think I get that from my dad. My dad's the same way. Yeah. Well, I see that's, that's something, especially as men where, you know, we're conditioned to not do that because it's seen as, as weak and it's uncomfortable. But yep. at the same time, like, like I don't, I don't really cry all that much. Like I try to keep, if I'm crying to cry in public, but I, but I talk about my shit to everybody, yeah. like anyone who wants to listen, like I'll tell you my fucking story because oh, yeah. it's who I am. I'm open and vulnerable. I don't have things to hide. Mm-hmm. Anyone can know my story. I mean, obviously, like, there's depending on who you are, there's something I'm going to keep to myself because, you know, there's some things that strangers don't need to know. Yeah. But at the same time, like, if somebody comes up to me and is like, hey, how are you? Like, I'm not going to do the bullshit. Oh, I'm living the dream or I'm good. Like, I'm be like man, I'm kind of having a shit day or, or, you know, I'm kind of going through it today, you know, like, I'm going to be open about it. And if mm-hmm. they want to 
you know, be like, oh, what's wrong? That's on them. Then we can talk about it and maybe they yeah. can help. But at the same time, like, I'm going to be genuine to myself. Like, I'm not going to yeah. lie. And Well, and the thing is, too, is, like, I'm coming coming from, like, like okay, I kind of got a story a little bit today. Just a little bit. But, like, I got I got a text from someone this morning. And it was actually my buddy's my buddy that passed away's mom wanted to talk to my mom. And so I, I sent her my mom's number Well, then my mom called me and I was talking to her for a bit. And then, well, the question was to my mom from her was after that, after everything happened, how did I cope like me personally? And the thing is for being in the gym and shit now for how many fucking years, the big thing is, to me like we hide our emotions and our fucking muscles we get bigger <laughs> muscles like that i've seen videos of that and everything and it's like you you find some uh, you like i said you like you said too you find an outlet yeah. that you want to put all your you want to put your energy in and but your the, time key, in. the key to that though is finding a healthy outlet a and healthy I mean, outlet not granted yeah. we might take our gym stuff to more of an unhealthy uh, level uh yeah but, but I mean, fuck it but the thing is is, is somebody's so many people's outlet is just doing whiskey about it. Like, they just go get fucked up. Yeah. And the thing about that is like, that doesn't help you process anything. No, that, it doesn't. If any, that makes you run. If you're going out and you're drinking all the time to forget your problems and your troubles, like you're not helping yourself. You're not healing. You're running from your problems. And what you need to do is stop running from your problems and confront your demons head on. That's the only way you're because they never go away. No, your, they your don't. demons are They're always there. going to be there for the rest of your life. And you can either spend your life trying to run from them or you can confront them and learn how to live with them. It's kind of it's kind of like embracing them. Yeah. You know, cuz like you embrace your demons and everything as you go on, you, there there's certain time and place that you can release them actually. Yeah. It's like it's like okay, like I'm trying to I'm trying to put this into words that I don't sound geeky, but fuck like it. fuck it. Dude, I'm a big DBZ fan. I love Dragon Ball Z. I don't give a shit what anybody says. But like look at Vegeta Look at that man right there on that show. What it happened to him okay, it, for those people who yeah, don't sorry. explain. Okay. Like, Vegeta, Vegeta isn't okay. So Dragon Ball Z, there's the main character, Goku and uh, stuff. Legion lifestyle, uh, nerd lore. Comes nerd. Soon. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so there's a, then he has another guy that he actually tried. To, so Goku lives on earth. Cause he got sent off to earth because of, uh, his planet got destroyed. And so Vegeta was supposed to be the king of that planet. Cause his dad was King Vegeta. So he came, came to earth, him and Napa did to try to destroy the earth because it's like, Hey, I need to rule over something. So let's de fucking destroy it. But after that, he gets defeated by Goku and then him and Vegeta and Goku become rivals. So it's like, who wants to power up more? So he looks at Goku and is like, wow, he does this. I got to fucking match it. Just that, like Naruto and Sasuke. Pretty much. Oh yeah. That's, that's exact. Actually, <laughs> it's. I mean, okay, I'm not going to lie. Any anime has yeah, the same, the same, same concepts all over. But Vegeta, though, he actually like works himself and works himself and works himself till he can get on the same level as Goku does. And that's how kind of like for me, I look at people around me that I surround myself with. So like my coach, my dad, and just been friends in general. Like it's like, where are they going? It's like, I want to go there because they're being successful. They're trying to like they're trying to make the world a better place to where for everybody else yeah. and themselves because like one day when i have kids i want to i want to make sure the world's gonna be a great place for my kids to be there yeah that's my the biggest thing and that but like just try to grow yourself to where you want it to be 
that's that's kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah. Especially like. Well, it's like we've talked about in uh, last week is like you know making yourself something that other people can look at and aspire to be like. Exactly. And you know, that's what we're doing with the show is. Yeah. You know, we're we're trying to you know make ourselves these characters that are are so you know mighty that people, I want people to look up to us and and want to live their you know this kind of lifestyle because it's gonna just gonna make them better people at the end oh, of the day. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, like we're human, you yep. know, we we still deal with our shit. But it's like something I was gonna say earlier is uh, like all, like all our demons, like your traumas and your your insecurities, your depression, your anxieties. All that is, it's, it's just the little kid that still lives inside of you. Yeah. And if you neglect it long enough, you it's going to eat you alive. It's going to eat you alive. It's you know, gonna... so you got, you got to embrace it and learn, learn to love that side of yourself because it's yep. who you are. Exactly. You know? Like I always, uh, coin it as like, it's, it's, I have the two sides of myself. There's, you know, there, there's the me, that's the, the, it's who I am. There's Dean. But then there is also, you know, there's that little kid that has all these issues and these traumas and. And I need to live so that way that little kid that, you know, lives inside of me can have a better future and isn't yeah. afraid anymore. You yeah, know? exactly. So you can actually take yourself out on that. Take yourself out like into the world yeah. and not be afraid of anything. You're just like, yeah, this happened. Okay, cool. I coped with it. Like stuff like that. Like learning to cope with stuff is one of the big things. Like, Mental health nowadays is like, I'm a very big advocate for mental health. I really am. And I literally want people to like try to find an outlet for them to get their depression, anxiety, everything just kind of under control. So then it makes their life better because some people like have different anxieties. Like I can tell you, like when I get it, when I get have anxiety, like when I'm at a contest, I'll have anxiety like right before, like it's like being nervous, you know, like, but everyone gets that when you're at, having a big event or something like that or something big happened. Like I had anxiety when I was, when I was proposing even like, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I took three shots before I even proposed <laughs> yeah. and it did calm me down quite a bit. And I only got like two words out, and, but yeah. But it's like, you know, even for me, like I'm, I'm really anxious if, when I just going out in public because contrary to popular belief, you know, with everything I do, <laughs> I am extremely introverted. Like I get really bad social anxiety a lot of the times. And especially if I go out, like that's why whenever I have a night off at the bar, I still go to my bar because I know the people there. Yeah. I like I, you know, I don't really have people. I could go out to other bars and, you know, hit on girls and do all that stuff. But like, I, I can't like that's, that's not it. It's, you know, I'm, because it, you're, you're in the place that you know that you like, you have control of it. Yeah. And I'm comfortable. Exactly. Cause like, for me, I like where I met, like where I met Katie at was literally my bar. Like I was working and then just everything went from there. Like yeah. it was crazy to me. Like I've never had anything ha- happen like that and turn out to be the best thing to ever happen to me yeah. and always will be like, well, yeah. Besides you coming on the show, you know? Oh Jesus. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew it. But yeah, it's just, there's a lot of things that I just, I, I always hope for people like when they diagnose people with depression, I know that's a big thing too, but depression, anxiety and stuff. And like, for me personally, I know that a lot of people can't get away from the pharmaceutical on that because they do have like imbalances and all that, that they need that for, which I completely get. But then, but like little kids and stuff, like getting all the like ADHD meds and stuff like that. Like let the kids be kids a little bit. Like like it's, that's one again, it's, it's healthy to be depressed and sad. It is. You know, it's, it's not healthy to be happy and okay all of the time. All the time. Like it's, it's all about homeostasis being in balance and, 
and there there is no light without darkness and there you can't just live in the gray area well, and, you can and, just, and like i like to try and live my life as close to that center as possible and that's that's like just with my you know i yep. believe in like karma and all that too so like i like oh, to yeah. do, you know do good things outweigh the bad things and live as close to homeostasis as i possibly can and that, that's with everything but that's you know same way through nutrition and your exercise and your rest recovery and just everything that you do it's, it's all about balance and the same way with like taking pills so you don't feel sad if if you feel happy all the time you're not in balance like you you have to balance it out yeah you're gonna be sad sometimes like it's it's natural it's, it's like, okay and that's one thing i want to push with this episode so much is it's okay to not be okay. It is. And it's not something you should be ashamed of or try to hide. You should be able to feel your feelings and be okay with that and not hide it through going out and drinking and partying and doing drugs and smoking weed and doing all this shit, but find some kind of healthy outlet. And and that's what, where the gym for us or, you know, it could be crocheting or golfing or yeah, playing basketball, whatever it is, go find something that you like to do that isn't going to hide your feelings, but it's going to allow you to, to process them and think about them. And I even like to, like, I, I have a journal. I write, if I'm having really bad days, I'll literally make some tea and I'll sit by the window and I'll just look outside and write in my journal about, about how I'm feeling. So it's, it's important to process why you're feeling, to find out why you're feeling the way you are. Yeah. And the thing is, is that also, like, I'm, I'm going to say, like, like, I heard, I, I've been told this a couple of times, this, and it's also actually, it's by Katie. But sometimes I actually did, I was always wondering if I agree or not. Well, now it's like I, I do actually because it was you can always have he goes. There's nothing wrong with having a good cry. I figured yeah. that I'm not going to lie. Like I was like always was like, no, like can't do that, you know. And I, I randomly did. And yes, I'll be I'll say it. I did. I randomly cried. How'd you feel after? I'm not going to lie. So it actually felt nice. Yeah. Like, and whenever it, I have relieved. Yeah. I mean, it just. Just the same way that you can just randomly smile for no reason. You can randomly cry for no reason, yeah. too. And it, it's fine. You know when the last time I cried? It was about, it was yesterday about this time. And why? I don't know. It, it just, just happens. I just saw something that brought up a memory, which brought up some emotions. Yep. And I, I felt them. I cried. It's fine. I hear those you know? fucking songs all the time, too. You know, you'll sit there and you'll be listening. I'm big metalhead, so it's like you I did. like metal, you know. And, like, you got metal music to where it's, it's very emotional. It's very like it's. I'm not gonna lie. It's a good outlet, actually. It's screaming poetry. It is. It really is. Because like, I was listening to Lorna Shore. Okay, I really did. I became a pretty decent Lorna Shore fan now. Shout out Lorna Shore. Yeah, please shout, sponsor the podcast. Yes, please. That'd be so badass. Yeah, Will Ramos, man, he's a badass motherfucker. Dude, you know how badass that'd be. Fucking awesome. Like my god, I talked to Goals. that man for hours. Goals. But dude, I listened to the Pain Remains one through three, which is like a 25 minutes 25 minute song because it's all different parts and i watched the videos for them and dude i'm not gonna lie to you it was like it was depressing yeah. like it was but people are when a lot of people like they, a lot of people listen to country like everyone listens to different kind of music but because it gives them like different i'm trying to put out i'm trying to think how to say this but it gives them like a sense of like somebody knows what they're going through and well it's like, like that what was it hank williams jr song like uh, what is it the ride where it's like can um, you make people feel what you're feeling inside yeah. like that's what music does and that, like, i love music because it brings out those emotions and it can amplify emotions and especially for people who are uh, like very empathetic yeah and like it can amplify m your mood oh completely so like i could be having a great day but i, I put on some some of my sad cowboy music and i'm gonna get kind of sad 
because like I'm just feeling the emotions that these people are portraying, and there's nothing wrong with that either. Nothing wrong with that. Like I'm not gonna lie here though. Like country to me, like I'm not a big country fan. I used to be, but there's certain country songs I'm like, okay, like I'm not gonna lie. Do you like some of the lovey dovey ones? Kind of. Yeah. It's like you know, get your feelings out. Like like me me like like I don't show Katie Katie these, but I mean I'd love to, but because I'm not, I do show Katie them. I can't say I don't, but. The thing is, is that when I listen to a lot of country music, I'm not going to lie, it pisses me off, actually, because it's just that depressing. And I'm yeah. like, I don't want to be depressed throughout my day. Like, it's like, because a lot of the modern country songs nowadays, it's like, my wife left me, my dog ran away, stuff like that. It just all depends on what you're listening to. Those are also, I mean, and I understand why they there's so many songs, because it's such a powerful emotion that yeah. so many people can identify with. Yeah, exactly. And that's why it does really well. Yep. And, you know... People, it's funny because people want to not be sad and depressed and they want to take these medicines and, and go drink to forget it, yet they love to hear about it and to watch it and they love feeling it. Yeah. It's like, it's such a love-hate relationship with the, the sadness and the darkness it in is. your life because that's what people, it sells. People love it. Yep. And the, I mean, it gets kind of, kind of the same way with the news and all the negative, like people love the negative bullshit, you know? Yeah, which I mean, I think is fucking crazy, but that's me. Yeah. Cause like, I like hearing some positive shit, you know, like I used to be the guy that walk into a room and there was like a bunch of positive shit on the walls. I'm like, God damn, there's a lot of positive shit in here. You know? Well, it's I like, mean, I was on a, a date probably seven, eight months ago or something like that. I think I talked about this on the show, but it's like, uh, she had a friend with her and, and they're like, Oh yeah, he's a really, you know, all motivation, positivity. And I'm like, well, that's disgusting. I'm like, and that's how the mentality so many people have. And it's like, why do you want to to live like this? And why 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 do you want to hide from your feelings and, and yeah. not be happy and, and, and positive? Because sorry, I mean your life is negative, but if you don't want to be in that negative space, then just don't. Yeah, you know, go. You have to change your life and find something else. Yeah, because like, because like even like back to the music thing and everything. Because like, like I used to be like, yeah, it's like oh my god, there's so positive, so much positive shit in here, you know, like. It's like, love yourself today and stuff. And I'm like, okay, I can now, like, I can relate to that. Yeah. But it's like, me, for, like, the music and shit I listen to, like, my music is literally, like, kill everybody. Like, and no, and everyone's like, why are you, why do you listen to such hate-filled music? And it's like, to me, it's not that hate-filled, actually. That's just to me. It's just because it gets me amped to go and it makes my, It like brings my, out the emotion. The emotion and stuff. It gets the anger out. Because a lot of these songs, like, they don't see the meaning. They just hear screaming. Yeah. I don't hear just screaming. I hear like the I hear the meaning behind the song. I hear the meaning behind the lyrics and everything else. Cause like a lot of people can't you can't understand a lot of screaming. Yeah. Like you really can't, to be honest with you. But like other than that, like you'll sit there and just feel an emotion. You're just like, holy shit, like I'm feeling this right now. And just keep going with it, keep rolling with it. <laughs> oh God. But uh yeah, and like that's why I do a lot of that. That's why I listen to it. Like that's all I listen to is metal music. Yeah. Like that's mostly everything. Like I've listened to some rap and all that stuff, but like rap nowadays to me is garbage. Oh uh, yeah. It's I don't not, like, I don't like, I think there's some good, but yeah, yeah I'm right there with you. I'm not the mumble rap guy, nah. but yeah, it's just it, like it said earlier, it's also trying to find homeostasis and your, your emotions, like you can let them rule you and you can try to hide from them. But at the end of the day, your emotions are a tool for you to live in balance with the world around you. You know, when, you see a puppy walking across the street, you're going to be happy. But then when it gets hit by a car, you're going to be sad, right? Yeah. It's it's okay. Those are emotions that yep. you, you were experiencing. And it's okay to experience both of them. Yeah. Like, because, you know, one's good, one's bad. But if you ignore 
the one and only experience the other, well, now there's this, this void because, you know, you, you have this almost like a debt to be paid. Yeah. And people keep doing that. They run from their emotions for so long. And all it does is it's going to bury you alive eventually Completely. because you rack up all of this, you know. I'm, and you're yeah. then you start drowning in it. Yeah. Like, like it's it almost is like a debt. Like if, for every negative emotion that you run from and cover up and hide, like it just stacks up and stacks up and stacks up. You know, it's and I know, especially in a, I, mean, I know most of our audiences is, is men. And so for all of us, like especially being men, we're, we're taught to not be emotional and yep. to not show emotion and not let shit get to you. Like, like, oh, toughen up, be a man, like get over it, you know. But by not by doing that, and that's why you see so many old men these days are just grouchy old fucks that hate their lives and everyone around them. Like they are never happy and everything sucks because they spent their whole life running from everything that now they have nothing to be happy about because they just have so much negative shit that they've buried for so long yeah. where it's like, since I've allowed myself to not be okay, sometimes I'm the happiest I've been in a long time because oh, now I'm completely with you on that. Yeah. Because you know, you can uh, think of it like this, like you can stub your toe and you can pretend like it didn't hurt. And then you can stub your toe again and pretend it didn't hurt. And then after a while, you're just going to, you know, break your fucking ankle or some shit. And then you're like, then, oh, that didn't hurt. And you're be like, yeah. the fuck it didn't. Yeah. Or you can like allow yourself to experience that pain and be like, okay, well, I guess that really wasn't that bad. Or, you know, I guess that's probably a shit analogy. But. It, it kind of is. Cause it's, that's like sitting here and it's like, <laughs> hey, like, this stone just rolled off here. This Atlas stone did. Oh, I just, oh, that just crushed my foot. Oh, I think I'm good. The fuck you are. That's going to hurt. Yeah. It's like, you know, experience because it, it, it's, it's natural. It's okay to not be okay. It is. And I don't know. I just wish more people would, accept that and instead of just running from it because especially working at the bar it's really opened up my eyes to how unhealthy people are mentally oh yeah just everyone especially pretty much every single regular that we have they're all the same they're they're there every weekend and they all have the same emotionless sad they're all running from their lives because they they aren't happy and they everything sucks but you know, they go through their day to day like everything's okay then they go out on the weekends get fucked up to forget about it you know it's just yeah. like like the thing is like even at bricks like three and a half years i've been there like i've the, all the regulars that show up yes there's there's a few that show up that are one are extremely successful and he did and like they go out with their wives and all that which i mean that's just i'm not why that's just spending time with your wife and yeah i see that but then there's guys like our age and younger that are like oh hey like i'm just gonna go get fucked up and like for like three and a half years four years i mean they're they're living their party Ha, like whatever fucking ex, whatever they are called uh i don't know but whatever um party stage yeah and i'm just like all right i get it but like there's the times where it's like grown-ass men that go down there and they think that they're like the shit yeah because it's like dude you're down here every fucking night calm your shit <laughs> like yeah. you can like i had one guy try to tell me how shit works around here and it's like what do you mean how shit works around here? And he goes, well, I've been here this much. And it's like, do I give a fuck you were here this much? I don't. Yeah. I go, my word is fucking law when I'm working. That's how it is. Or I fucking sit, or if somebody wants to, or like a, one of the bartenders say, it's like, hey, this guy has to go. It's like, don't fucking sit there and question it. If I ask you, if I tell you, you got to go, I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to fucking get like, get mad at you and grab you and throw you out. I will. If I, if I have to ask, that's if I fucking times. need to, but like <laughs> most of the time I wouldn't, it's like, I'll sit there and I will talk. I talk to them normally. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not going to sit there and get pissed off and just grab them. 
but I'm going to be like, hey, you got to go. Like, I'm sorry. You can have a great night. You can come back tomorrow night. If it's like a, if it's like a fucking Friday night, so you can come back tomorrow night. Here you go. That's good. Whatever. Yeah. But if they, you keep asking them to keep asking them to keep asking them or they keep fucking coming in with, after you kicked them out, it gets fucking annoying really quick. Then you start getting pissed off. So it just kind of all depends on how you want to deal with the situation. Yeah. Like, it's just, I don't like when people do that to me. Like, this is how we do shit around here. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I get it, but I've worked here. I've worked here. You have not. Yeah. And it's like, you, you choose how you want to react to things. Cause that's all emotions are is, is they're just reactions. Yeah. And you can, you know, you can choose to, you know, be quick to anger or sadness or something else, or, you know, you can use those things as tools and, in situations like that, like you're going to have to kind of bottle up that anger a little yeah. bit and, and just shove it down and, and deal like with wake, the situation. It's like, it's like waking up and choosing violence. <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> you never do that voice again. That was, Why? That was, I, was, I thought that sounded fucking awesome. No, no. I, I thought about doing like the darker voice. I'm not going to lie. Like I was going to do like the metal voice, but I can't really have a metal voice because I sound like shit. In general. Yeah, you do. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's up? Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. I don't swing that way. Sorry, dude. Hey, I got a ring in my finger. No, yeah, fuck there. no. My bad. I ain't my about bad. that life. I got, I'm, <laughs> I'm committed. Well, so was my ex. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> fuck. Oh, shit. But <laughs> anyways. Anyways, to keep going <laughs> off of something else. I mean, holy shit. But yeah, it, it's... I don't, I don't, you know, sound like a broken record, but it's it's okay to 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 not be okay and feel yeah. those things. And and you know, there's so many nights, like especially working as a security, like you 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 can't feel the emotions, right? You have yeah. to be able to handle yourself in situations. But at the same time, at the end of the night, like I process all those immediately oh, yeah. as soon as I can, like because I mean, there's situations you can't just start crying because some shit happened. Like like there's times you have to deal with the situation, then afterwards you can you can feel shit. But it's like that's where I, I go to my my fellow guards or uh, some of my friends that are regulars or or somebody or I'll wait till the end of the night and then I'll you know I'll call somebody that's I you yeah. know is still up and I'll I'll talk about shit because I need to process this now otherwise it's just gonna keep building up and you're gonna get burnt out and then you're just gonna implode. Well, like and the funny thing is too like from me being a fucking downtown regular for like six years straight and then going over to the other side and being a bouncer. I'm not going to lie to you. Now I see how I was <laughs> and Jesus Christ, that's scary. I'm just like, I was this much of a fuck like, yeah. damn. Cause I, I mean, I never thought I was, but shit, I might've been, I don't know. Well, it's like, a, but, again, another thing I talk about is changing perspective on yeah. things. And especially, you know, when you're, when you're living that life and you're, you're, uh, all you do is, uh, just put your head down and get to the week just so you can get to the weekend to get fucked up and forget about yeah. your week. And that's your routine over and over and over. And, and I don't know you were there and I was there and, yeah. and it's like, until you get out of that and you don't really realize how bad you are. Yeah, exactly. And like, that's what I try telling people all the time. Like, Hey, why don't you like, you're here a lot. Like, why don't you take a couple weekends off? Yeah. Like, like don't drink for the next oh, two dude, weeks. I'm not gonna lie you to know? you. There, there are, there's a couple people that, that I see at bricks all the time that I literally want to say that to. Yeah. Like I literally had to, I literally had to stop one guy because there was like something going on outside and he goes out and it was like three minutes before last call. So after last call, I don't let anybody else in. Like you walk out, 
and I call last call, you ain't coming back in. I don't care who you are. That's my thing. He goes, well, I'm going to go stop that. I go, you have two minutes. If you walk out there and I call last call or they call last call, you ain't coming in. And he's sitting there, he's like, and I'm, I get so sick of everybody. It's like they know him, they know of them or something, or they hung out with him once. It's like, that's my boy. I hate that yeah. shit. That is dumber than fuck. It's like, if I've known this guy, like, like I'm talking, like, this, I'm going to put this into perspective. So, like, if I was out and I, and I was out and stuff with, like, Katie or something and Sambo, yeah. Sam Bowers was out. My that guys I've known since I was four years old. And that's been my best friend and has been there with me through so much shit. And he was getting into something. I'm going to hop into that. That's a different story because I, I've known him and he's been there for me that much that like all through my life. Yeah. But and Joe like, Smith that you partied with one time, three years ago. Who fucking cares? Yeah. Give me a fucking break. It's like you pick who you put, you pick who you put in your fucking circle. Yeah. Like, you want that fuck in your circle, put him in your circle, but it, don't sit there and try to tell me that it's like, oh, it's my problem too. It's like, it's not my fucking problem. It's not. Yeah. Like seeing both sides of the spectrum now, like I, as it was, I'm like, all right, I'm kind of glad I went over to the other side. I'm glad I'm kind it felt like I was growing up to be honest with you. It, it, it does because I mean, even though I sent her a little too hard last night, like, like when I, when I go out, like it's just. I don't want to be like these people. Like oh. I, I want to be better and I want to heal. And that's something that I learned from taking two years off, off any, every, all off substances everything. and just really focus on myself is like, now I, I don't want to go back to that. No. Like I don't want to be there. And it's something that you never learn until you get out of. And it, once you stop living that kind of lifestyle and you, you start this kind of lifestyle, you don't really see how fucked up you are and how much healing you need to do. Yeah. Well, it's like in earlier episode, I think it was episode 10, my first episode I was on because we were talking about like kind of like the glow up kind of deal. Yeah. So like, yeah, when I was younger and shit, I was a really fat kid. Like I was in, when I was in school, I hated high school. Like the only thing I liked about it is when I got older and I got to do football and that's when I was like, like finding myself and shit. Cause I actually figured out I wasn't bad at football. But like, like all the way through school, it's like I was bullied and all that shit for being fat. I actually fucking hated my life. I hated life in school because it's like, yeah, I'm a fat little kid. Like I can't, like I could help it. But being a little kid, you're not going to fucking help it. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know yourself better. yet. Like, you don't know any better. All you know is food then, tastes good. Exactly. And then as you get older and you get into the, like, the high school era, like, yeah, I dropped a little bit of weight, but I still kept it on. And so it's like, okay, I'm still fat. Like I can't get rid of this, whatever. And then as I kept going and I like, I had people literally looking at me like, God, he's a fat fucker. Like Jesus Christ. And it's like, yeah, no, I was. And then as I got, kept getting older, cause I was depressed all the way through that. I was, I kept saying like six years ago, I was depressed. No, I was actually depressed way before that yeah. and all that shit. Because like, I mean, I had a lot of shit happen in my life that I mean, I can go into detail, but I'm just not gonna, because it's, if I go into detail, it's gonna be a long fucking episode. <laughs> but like, so as I kept going on as like, then I went to college, got out of college. Like, I'm talking about my Iowa Central days. 410 pounds when I got out. Like, holy fuck. Yeah. Fattest I ever been. And I was depressed. And then after a while, I mean, I was working construction. And I was I went to Iowa State. And that's when I got fat, too. I was still fat. I mean, I tried working out and all that. I'm like, I felt like I was strong, but I wasn't. Shit like that. Everybody's just like, oh, you're big, so you're strong. That's not actually a thing. No. It's a way how you present yourself and how, like, the work you put into your body. Yeah. Like, sculpting it, you know? 
So then I went and did all my shit. I'm reiterating from that episode. I don't no, really care. So I went and I did the, all my shit that I needed to. Well, then I was working construction and I was on just, it was a low pitch rough, like a four pitch, 412, which is very, very like almost flat. When I stepped on a seam and I sent that leg through that roof and I had a realization, I'm like, I got to do something about this. I can't do this with my weight anymore. Yeah. And so then I literally was like, I'm going to fucking work out. I get a gym membership. That day I got a gym membership when I got off work. Paid for it. Done. Got under contract. And I didn't even realize that I was under contract until I was out of the contract. Yeah. Didn't even know. They go, yeah, I'd have been in for a year. Didn't even realize it because I was fucking there every day. Yeah. It, but that's, that's one thing, too, is it, with me, you know, very similar story, um, you know, growing up fat and being all in it. And, like, I'm, I'm still fat. I still have a lot of weight to lose. But, like. You're not you're but, not fucking fat. Don't even give me that bullshit. You're a big dude. That's like saying I'm fucking fat now, which, I mean, I will say I am, too. But you know what? That's the body that, dysmorphia yeah, shit that we have at, to go through now. Yeah. But at the same time, though, it's like, like, I. When I I used to call myself fat as a negative thing, but now I don't. I'm just like I I'm not where I want. Like I still have my weight to lose. Like I'm like I'm still I'm still kind of fat. Like I probably have another fifty pounds I can lose before I'm you know pretty lean. But like I don't see it as a negative thing. Like like I know my mom yells at me all the time. Like you're not fat. I'm like I don't mean it like that. Like I'm not talking shit about myself. I like, do. It's just I get you know what, what you're mean? saying because it's it's a weird thing that yeah. you don't really understand unless you are fat and then you're not fat. And, well, and the funny yeah. thing is too is that like then you have then you have other people that come up to you and be like, God, I wish I would wish I was your size. And it's like, yeah. Do you realize that how much work I put into this now for being because I was bigger? Like I still have like shit I can lose. Don't get me wrong, but I put in a lot of work to get where I'm at. Yeah, I, and it's I, like with my 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 size, like I work. Uh, so I was out doing uh, helping a friend on his farm doing chicken shorts and stuff, and so I I was dressed like a hick, had my jeans and my cowboy boots and the cut off, and and so I just went to bars like that uh, last night because I wanted to go see you know see my friends and see a band playing stuff, and and so I was like I look like a hick, but at the same time once I went to my bar because I I never I never wear when I go out like I I wear like an overshirt and, and very loose fitting clothing, so when people don't know that I might look as good as I do. You know, uh, you should just wear uh, jeans and a cutoff and see what happens. What? You should wear jeans and a cutoff and see what happens. I did last night. Well, you should do that every time. Oh. Why not? You're a bigger dude. I'm surprised. I'll be so, honest. I was so big. confused. Well, I was, like, I was like, wondering why you're so confused. I'm like, there's no reason to be confused. Yeah. But the thing is, I'm saying, I'm actually surprised that you don't have any tattoos yet. Yeah, one small one. Yeah, you got a small one. Yeah. I'm saying, dude, you got big ass arms. I don't know why you don't put something on that. You know, I have shit on both my arms. It's expensive and I hate spending money. Uh, well, okay, yeah, you got a good point yeah. there. But uh, and I'm indecisive. <laughs> just say, just look at him and say, "Fuck yeah. it, throw that on there." But I don't know where the fuck I was going with that story. But all I know is Sorry. that like, when I was fat, I wasn't happy. Yeah, and, and because it's it's hard to love yourself. Like I'm all about you know the whole body positivity movement is good and but it's also bad. Because you should want to be See, healthier, in, in my opinion. But at the same time, like it's it's hard to truly love who you are when you look in the mirror and you're just like, God damn, like I'm, you know, three hundred forty pounds, or in your case, four hundred ten pounds. Yeah. Like, like when you're at that, like like going upstairs is hard. Getting off yeah. the floor is hard. Tying my shoe is hard. Oh, like dude. like it yeah. sucks to breathe. Everything hurts. My sleep is shit. Like it, everything sucks. And so it's like when you were constantly feeling like shit and what should be easy tasks are now hard because of your weight and your size, like it's hard to be happy and in a good place. But that's one thing where if you're not happy because of that, like you need to put in the work because that's something you within your power to change. Yeah. And it's going to, it's hard work and it's not easy to do. But like we talked earlier in the episode, the good things in life aren't easy to do. No, they're not. You got to work for what you want. Yeah. 
It's exactly just how it is. So, I mean, nobody nobody thinks about it. Nobody ever does. No. Every, so. Everyone just wants shit handed to them. And, and I think that's where, like, this whole movement that are going on now is people want people want the happiness associated with being healthy without putting in the work to be healthy. Yeah, exactly. Like I, cause I'm not, I don't shame the body positivity, like movement deal. Yeah. I don't, but like I, it, it's a double edged sword saying it's bullshit. Cause it's, it's not, you should love who you are and be yes. happy with yourself. But at the same time, like same way with being depressed, like it, it's okay to not be happy with your body. But at the same time, what are you doing to change it? Like, exactly. don't just bitch about it. It's a bit and like bitch and moan and then not do anything. Yeah. Like if you're going to bitch and moan about it, it's because you don't like it. So do something. Well, it's like nowadays it's like, cause we, we get shamed for fucking going to the gym. Like people are getting shamed for that. And then it's like, if you, cause then they say, Oh, you're fat phobic or something like that. And it's like, which I'm not going to lie. That term pisses me off because fat phobic saying I'm afraid of fat people because a phobia is when you're afraid of something. No, I'm just, and I go, no, I'm not afraid of it. I I'm not afraid of any, I don't, if I see a per like a person in the gym, that's bigger, you know, they're heavier set. I'm happy. I'm I'm happy for them. I'm proud of that. Yeah. uh, Proud of guy, girl, whatever. I'm proud of them. Like when I'm walking through the grocery store and I see someone that's hat, you know, like five foot, but clearly weighs more than me. And they're just filling their grocery cart up with soda and snacks yeah. and all the shitty food. And, and like, they, like, you never look at those people. They're, they never look happy. No. But that's because they're, they're just going through life feeling <laughs> like shit. But it's like, I, I, I look at them and I, I feel bad. And it makes me sad for those people because I, I lived that life. Yeah. I was there and I know how unhappy and disgusted I was with myself and how much everything sucked to do yeah and so it's like the whole not afraid or mad at him i don't hate him but just like i just i i see the best in everybody and i see everyone's potential and where everyone can be and it just makes me sad that not enough people want the absolute best for themselves because i want and my whole whole thing i want with this show and for myself too is i want to be the absolute best version i can be and i want to inspire other people to live the absolute best versions of themselves and it makes me sad that people are willing and okay with going through life without experiencing what they are truly capable of becoming. Exactly. I, I got a story here. I just, I'm sorry. I just made me think of it when you brought up fucking the grocery store, but no, cause like this was years ago. Cause I broke my foot. I broke a bone in my foot. So I had to wear a boot and I hated walking. Okay. I, but I still did it, but I was like, you know, those little fucking ride on grocery cart, things? the rascals, the rascals. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I wonder how it'd be to get on one of them. Cause I, I have this boot. I have a legitimate reason. Let's do it. So I did. I'm riding around on this thing, you know, just putting stuff in the cart. Going, over. I went over to the electronics area because I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I can ride in here. <laughs> and then next thing you know, there was this there was this lady that I'm talking way overweight and can't. She can barely walk. But she's on that thing, work, doing her job. And then she looks right at me. And she goes, do you really need that? Because I wasn't big. Yeah. And I, w- I looked at her and I go, do you really need that? She goes, yeah, because I can't move. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry. There's, I go, I'm, I have a broken foot. I can't really walk very well. And she goes, well, you can, you can, you can walk. You need to get off that. Yeah. And I'm just like, wow. Like, I, I have something that actually I don't like. I can't really walk on that well. But hey, you're, you're inflicted with something out of your control where that, it's like she's yeah. in a position that she you put your, like you put yourself you put in, yourself in, in that situation because like, you made yourself that big. And if anything. The one of you two that needs to be walking more 
mm-hmm. would, would have been her in that situation. And and yeah. and I know all a lot of people listening to this are listening to this because they're in their weight loss journeys. And yeah. And so just know that like if if you're working to get better, then you you got to put in the work to get better. Yeah. Like no one's doing it for you. Like you got to do it yourself. You got to nut up and fucking do it. Yeah. Like it's it sucks. And so it's like you know it's it's easier to get on the on the rascal and ride through Walmart or go go get your fucking steps in. Yeah. It, it's going to be harder and it's going to suck a lot more. But go do it anyways. Yeah, you know, I saw a video. I've, I've seen a couple of videos, but like there was this heavier set guy. He said he lost 110 pounds and he was on his weight loss journey. And he's he's a bigger dude. He goes, I had trouble getting out of chairs. I had trouble getting off, just getting off my ass. And he goes now. And he had, he took a video of him sprinting. I'm talking about sprinting up the stairs. And I'm, and he wasn't out of breath. Yeah. And he, that's just after losing 100 pounds. And he's like, and I still have another 130 to lose. Yeah. And I'm like, and he goes, and I've never felt so good. He goes, I feel so much better. And he goes, and as I drop more weight, I'm going to feel better. And I'm like, dude, like I almost do edit that video just to say how like proud I was of him because that there's a guy on TikTok named Joey Swole that does that. He calls out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I think. I know, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So he calls out like the people or calls, calls out people like in the gym too, that like, oh, like you think the, you own that gym and shit like know. the actual. Yeah. And then, or, and then, but on other people that get on their weight loss journey and they stick with it. And they have results. He gives them he gives them props, and he actually, because it's kind of like getting that. I don't know how to put it. Like I almost said clarification, but it's not clarification. But like, it's like praise, yeah. giving them praise because they're getting the work done that they need to. And that I'm not gonna lie, that inspires me a lot. Like it's like I because Joey Swole does that for people, and it's it's just so awesome. And it's like, I wanted, I'd like to do that for people too. Like, I'm happy for people that want to change your life. Like, and it, it comes with like, even like depression and all that anxiety, that stuff that, cause like depression can lead to weight gain as well. Yeah. And cause like, yeah, cause people do like, yeah, we said we, we brought up like drinking and all that. But binge eating is a, binge eating is yeah, a big thing too. Eating too. Yeah. And I know that's something that I fell into a lot and I still oh, so do. I. And it's like, I, I still have my days where it's like, you know, um, like just full disclaimer, like I, I went through my little fair share of pretty fucked up heartbreak. And so it's like I had, you know, a couple of days where I, I just didn't eat because like I just my mood was just so bad. And I was, you know, so in my head that like I just couldn't bring myself to eat because I just wanted to throw yeah. up with everything that just happened. And but then, you know, I needed the food. So then I'd go and I, you know, binge eat for the next two days. And I ended up uh, over the last three weeks just through my own depression. I ended up because uh, I was. I lost weight down into the low 270s, upper 260s, but then I blew up in that three week period into the 280s. Yeah. Uh, just, I mean, a lot of it, a lot of it will go away quick because it was a lot of water weight, just cortisols make me retain a lot more. And so it's like, but that's, that's what depression does. And that's what that does. And, and yeah, some things like that are going to be out of your control mm-hmm. and it's going to take time to heal from. Yeah. And it's going to be, it's not easy to just say, you know, well, I guess, you know, I'll feel it and it'll be better. Like, no, because like, I mean, as good as I am and as, as strong as I've made myself emotionally be, like, I'm still vulnerable to stuff like that. And we all are like, you know, we're all going to have loved ones die or, or some kind of heartbreak yeah. come through or something's going to happen in our lives. that's going to knock us down a peg. <laughs> but what's important is to not live there, like feel the feelings, but keep continuously working forward. Yes, sir. You know, if you're if you're going to fall, fall forward. Yep, exactly. Don't make if you. Hey, crawling, walking, crawling, falling forward. Everything is acceptable. Just don't quit. Just never, never fucking quit. quit. Never and that's quit. that's the most important thing. And I think that's a 
great place to wrap this one up on is, you know, we're, we all go through stuff and it's okay to not be okay. And like you just said, if no matter what, just don't quit trying. Like there's light at the end of the tunnel and it's going to suck, but you'll get there eventually. And it might not be tomorrow and it might not be in two weeks. It could be in a few years. It takes time. Keep fucking moving forward. And people are there for you. Talk about your shit. Be vulnerable. And if you don't have anybody to talk to and you made it this far in the episode, reach out to us. Yeah. We are here for you guys. I mean, my purpose in life is I want to see people be better. And if you don't think you have people to talk to, reach out to me and I'll, I'll happily talk to you and I'll listen to you and give what advice I can. But just remember, you are never alone in your fight. There are people out here dealing with the same things. It's even us. We are dealing with the same shit, too. You are not alone. So get out there. Get some training. Be better today than you were yesterday, every day. And if you're going to fall, fall forward. Yep. I, I can't say anything else. That, Yeah. Uh, go, hey, just follow the podcast and follow, follow Dean. Say your Instagram. Yeah, go. Uh, my Instagram is at I'm Dean so can you. Yep, and then mine is the Raging Porterhouse. So is there a number follow, after that? No, I have no numbers. It's just oh. it's the underscore raging underscore porterhouse. It's like the we'll have all social media tagged in the link below. It, yes, but. but yeah, nope. Get out, and get some training in, and you try to make your life better in any way, shape, or form. Just if you're gonna fall, fall forward, and keep moving forward. You got anything else? Uh, no. Peace out, y'all.